Hello and welcome to My PGCE, a podcast documenting my journey as a trainee teacher with a special focus on mental health. I am your host, James B. This is a big one because last week, which was the third week of my PGCE course, was my first week in school as a trainee teacher. Of course, I've spent lots of time in school as a student, but never before as a trainee teacher. And to say that it involved a steep learning curve, even the steepest of learning curves, wouldn't do the experience justice. But unfortunately, despite the magnitude of the topic, this is going to have to be a fairly brief episode. So normally I do my recording on a Saturday morning, but this morning I had a welcome webinar for the IMA Math Scholars. And I can't push recording back to tomorrow because I'm going to Thorpe Park, which should be fun. So yes, it'll have to be a fairly quick episode. I'll try to talk about what I think were the most important aspects. But many of the other things I think I'll return to in future episodes. Okay, so without further ado, let's get straight into the overview of the week, which will be brief. Then I'm going to zoom in on one, maybe two, maybe three, we'll see. Particularly interesting, important aspects. And then I'll talk about my mental health at the end. Right then, the overview. So after last week's recording, I spent some of the rest of the weekend doing my revision placemat. So we had to prepare a revision placemat on a learning theory of our choice. And we were to do this before our uni day on Monday. And I chose... Gestalt learning theory. In a nutshell, learning, according to Gestalt theory, is about making sense of the relationship between the old and the new. So the old is your prior knowledge and the new is some new piece of information or stimuli or idea that you've encountered in the world. And learning is about making patterns between the two. Anyway, then on Monday at uni, in person, face-to-face, we covered more learning theories, hence the revision placemat, writing annotated bibliographies. Speaking of which, if you're having to use the Harvard referencing system for the very first time, It can be confusing, and I highly recommend a website called mybib.com. You can search for any sort of source, it'll pull up the information and do all of the formatting for you, and then create a bibliography or citations which you can easily download and import into your assignment. So after we looked at annotated bibliographies, we then talked about mentoring and how to get the most out of our subject mentor and our professional mentor at school. Then we spoke about how to get the most out of classroom observations. And then finally, we were due to 
talk about taking care of our personal well-being, but we ran out of time. So we didn't really get onto that. I hope that that's not too prophetic. Okay, then on Tuesday, I had my very first day at school. I had an induction talk. I was then taken to meet my subject mentor. And then I spent the rest of the day doing lesson observations. And also some TAing, being a teacher assistant, I mean. So I think I spent my first lesson observation just observing. But then in the second one, I was encouraged to move around the classroom and help students as I saw fit. I was meant to attend some meetings after school, but I forgot. I'll talk more about that later. So Wednesday, another day in school. I had a free period to begin with where I got my school laptop and sorted out my email login and other administrative tasks like that. And then the rest of the day was lesson observations. Thursday, another day in school. Now, this one was a bit different and it was such an eye-opening experience. Instead of doing lesson observations, I shadowed one class all day. I followed the same class around for the entire day. We didn't actually do any maths at all. Um, instead, I went to a PE lesson, and then food tech, then art and design, then Spanish, and then science. After that, we had some safeguarding training. And then on Friday, it was a uni day. So I wasn't in school, I was in university. And we spent pretty much the whole day talking about critical thinking. So in particular, critical thinking as it will be required at master's level study. So critical reading and critical writing and that sort of thing. And the main takeaway of that session was that my opinion is worthless. So at master's level, it's all about critically engaging with what other people have said. And there's no room whatsoever for I. And then this morning, Saturday morning, like I said, I attended a welcome webinar for the IMA Math Scholars, which included a talk from Dr. M's Lord from N. Rich, which was very interesting. So that completes the overview. Now I have the difficult task of deciding which aspects to zoom in on. So give me a moment. So first, and very briefly, on my first day in school, when I was interacting with the students as a teaching assistant, I realised that I have forgotten how to do maths. In particular, I couldn't remember how to do long division or long multiplication. I mean, I have my own ways of doing it, but I couldn't remember the method that they had been taught to use. And I kicked myself to begin with because I have a degree in maths. Even though I couldn't remember the method instantly, surely I should have been able to figure it out. But I don't know, there were lots of things coming at me and I guess I froze up um, like a rabbit in headlights. 
But in the end, I think it was a hugely valuable experience for me. And it was great to have it on my very first day because ultimately nothing bad came of it. I asked the student to give me a moment so I could go check, which was fine. I checked. I then understood the method. And I've now learnt that going forward, if I don't know something immediately, that's okay. It won't be the end of the world. I can easily look it up and students aren't going to judge me for it. The second thing I want to zoom in on is something I've noticed when students are confronted with a hard maths question. This may be a maths-specific observation, but perhaps it'll translate into other subjects too. Often, the hard question will involve several steps in order to solve. The student knows full well how to perform each of those steps. Indeed, that's what they've been doing in the lesson up until that point, each of the steps individually. But suddenly, when those steps are all pulled together into one question, the question becomes hard and they're not sure where to start or what to do. Or sometimes they'll have an idea of what they need to do, but they'll try to do it all in their head at once, fail, and give up. So that suggests that what's difficult isn't the specific maths content being taught, but rather the ability to take a problem and break it down into its component parts and solve each part in turn in order to solve the problem as a whole. And I thought this was very interesting. And it's something that I'll keep in mind when I start leading lessons. I know it's something that Craig Barton mentions in his book, How I Wish I'd Taught Maths. He said that a good way to get round it is to ask the student just to perform whatever steps are familiar without having any end goal in mind. Just do what you know how to do. And eventually, the answer will almost come together by itself. Which is what I suggested some students do, and then they started to have some more success with the questions. So that was really interesting to see that play out in the classroom. Okay, the third and main thing I want to zoom in on is my third day in school, when I followed the same Year 7 form group around all day. I followed them through five different classes. So it was the same set of students, yet their behaviour changed, in some cases dramatically, from one class to the next. And this was such an eye-opener because I think beforehand I had felt that some students are just plain naughty and there's very little anyone can do about it. But it turned out that how a class behaves ultimately boils down to the teacher. This was terrifying to learn in one way because it's a huge responsibility, but also very empowering to learn in another because if in the future I have a naughty class 
then I know full well that it's within my power to get them to behave. Again, I think that was a very important lesson to learn early on. As a teacher, I can get students to behave. Okay, so that's all the zooming I'm going to do for now. To wrap things up, as usual, I will talk about my mental health. My first day in school was utter carnage. Well, it wasn't, but that's how I felt. I was completely outside my comfort zone, and yet I was trying to take everything in at once, remember it all, categorise it all, figure out what I needed to do, and just in general, take control of the situation, when in fact, that was so far beyond me, it was unbelievable. So I was the cause of my own stress on that first day. And I was so befuddled by the end of the day that I basically forgot to go to a meeting after school. But my subject mentor is a very relaxed guy and I think a very good influence on me. He's told me several times that I just need to chill, which as someone with anxiety, isn't always the most most helpful thing to hear. But he's also told me several times that I need to just go with the flow. And that was actually very helpful to hear because to begin with, I was trying to control the flow, which was impossible. Instead, I just had to go with it and trust that eventually things would settle down and I would soon orient myself, which soon enough I did. So I had a free period first thing on Wednesday morning, where, like I said, I was given my school laptop and login details. And once I had access to the school's primary means of communication, so the school email system, I started to feel so much better because I knew then that the relevant information was coming in. It was all in one place. It was there in my inbox. But still, I didn't worry too much about taking it all in. I just tried to go with the flow. Yes, and once I came to peace with the fact that the flow is beyond my power to control, I felt much better. Okay, so that was a bit of a ramble, but hopefully you get the general idea. But I should also add that even though the first day was very stressful, because I came into it with the wrong mindset. On the whole, it was still a great day. Like I had a couple of really positive teaching experiences. So there was a girl in one class who was struggling to solve some simultaneous equations to do with exponential graphs, if I remember rightly. And not only was she struggling, she also seemed to lack confidence and thought that she was bad at maths. In fact, she said it to me several times, like, I'm bad at maths, this is beyond me. Yet I took her through the questions step by step, broke it down for her. And once we got to the answer, she said, oh, that wasn't too bad or something to that effect. And when I came back to her five, ten minutes later, she had 
done, I think, five or six questions, which was really nice to see because before I had gone over, she just wasn't really doing anything at all. Again, that was a very empowering experience because I know that, again, it's down to me as a teacher to get my students to learn, and I can do it. It's possible. It's within the realm of possibility, not only to control the class and get them to behave, but also to get them to learn. And that made me feel great. And I'd say that that positive experience outweighed all the negative stress on that first day. So on the whole, it was still a good one. I guess the other thing to mention with regard to my mental health is that I'm very tired. I'm getting up to go to school much earlier than usual. And at the moment, I'm struggling to fall asleep much earlier at night. So my body clock is just a little bit out of sync. But I know that if I persist, my body clock will soon align with the ebbs and flows of the school day. And with that, I think I will draw a line under this episode. I have to go food shopping and do my food prep for next week, which has been working well, by the way, saving me quite a lot of time in the evenings. I hope your week has also gone well, and please do get in touch to tell me about anything you like. I'd love to hear it. If you like the episode, please spread the word in person and on social media. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at MyPGCEPod or email MyPGCEPod at gmail.com. Please subscribe, rate and review in your directory of choice. Please also consider becoming a patron at patreon.com forward slash MyPGCEPod and helping fund both the podcast and my PGCE course. Thank you and talk again soon.